going to do something a little bit different for the second video today. Since we talk a lot about CNN here on the channel, I thought it would be interesting to give you guys a brief history into the rise and fall of the network. Because the CNN that was founded by Ted Turner, it is completely different than the absolute disgrace that CNN is known for being today. There is no denying it. Ted Turner, he was a visionary. When he founded CNN back in 1980, his goal was to bring people together. Today, deacons at Woke United Methodist, they would call that unity. Ted Turner, though, he hoped that launching a 24-hour news network, CNN, that covered domestic and international news, Ted Turner hoped that it would bring people together in friendship and peace. <laughs> My, how things have changed. CNN, they officially launched on June 1st, 1980. The initial staff consisted of about 300 employees working out of their studio in Atlanta. Now, before they went on air for the very first time, Ted Turner made it mandatory that CNN do something that I don't think they would ever do today. Unless, of course, they were allowed to grab their knee pads so they could properly assume the desired position. Before their first broadcast, Ted Turner played a recording of the National Anthem so CNN can honor the country that gave him the opportunity to start a 24-hour cable news network. CNN's first broadcast, it was co-anchored by Lois Hart and David Walker. Now, you wouldn't know this by the complete lack of onset chemistry during the first broadcast, but Lois and Davy Walker, they were actually married to each other. The launch of CNN, it was awkward to say the least. Lois Hart struggled closing the first live show on the first 24-hour cable news network. Watch for yourself. Okay, Don. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to have our first hour-long sports show. Then in the following order, uh, hour, Renelle Demuse and Lou Waters will be in for another full hour of news. Stay with us. We're going to have all kinds of news, sports, weather, and special, special features coming from now on and forever. For Dave Walker, I'm Lois Hart. The news channel now continues. Throughout their first year of existence, CNN struggled like a straight man at Club Shay Shay. Back in 1980, cable was still in its infancy. America had a population of 226 million, CNN only available to 1.7 million people, which was well below the required threshold for CNN to break even financially. Ted Turner, he was heavily criticized at the time by the mainstream media. What the hell is this redneck thinking? A 24-hour cable news network that will never catch on. Media critics, they were referring to CNN as the chicken noodle network. Just like the media today, the media of 1980 was full of shit. Obviously, this didn't age well. I guess referring to CNN as the chicken noodle network was considered to be some kind of an insult in 1980, when in reality, the only thing insulting about it was the dumbass who came up with it. Many people feel like the first turning point for CNN as a network came the following year in 1981. Bernard Shaw, he was one of the first anchors to be hired by Ted Turner at CNN. Contrary to how it's done today, Bernard Shaw, he was not hired by Ted Turner because he represented diversity. Bernard Shaw was hired because he was qualified. March 30th, 1981, while Bernard Shaw was live on the air, there was an assassination attempt on President President Ronald Reagan. Bernard Shaw, he had to react to this situation live while also informing the American public as to what the hell was going on. Watch for yourself. 
As he was leaving the hotel, shots rang out, at least four shots. Some people say they sounded like firecrackers. The president glanced over his shoulder, noticed where the shots were firing, then of course he was shoved into his limousine and they took off, presumably for the White House. Um, the casualties, the president incidentally was not injured. The casualties include one District of Columbia policeman, one Secret Service agent, and we're told White House Press Secretary James Brady. Justice, pardon me, please. Bob Berkowitz. Hello, Bob. Yes, we're on the air live. This is correspondent Bob Berkowitz. Bob, uh, as you tell me what you tell me, I'll repeat it for our viewers. The situation around the Hilton Hotel, Berkowitz reports, is one of chaos right now. Bernard Shaw and his excellent journalism and coverage of Ronald Reagan, it established CNN as a credible and reliable news source. For the first time in their existence, CNN was viewed as being trustworthy. I'm sure you're probably wondering, what the hell happened? Today, CNN is known for being unreliable and a complete lack of credibility. But be patient, because we're going to get there. By 1983, cable television began exploding across the country. CNN was now available in 33 million homes. Because of the success of CNN, Ted Turner, he decided to launch the Headline News Network. The future home of Nancy Grace, which now does nothing but air constant reruns of forensic files. 1985 was also a revolutionary year for CNN. June of 1985, the network launched Larry King Live, which quickly became the most watched show on the network, averaging over 1 million viewers every night in prime time. 1986. CNN further established itself as the most trusted name in news by being the only network to broadcast live coverage of the Space Shuttle Challenger. 73 seconds after liftoff, the Challenger disintegrated in mid-air, taking the lives of seven astronauts and a school teacher who was on board. Fast forward to 1990, the New York Times, they conduct a poll which named CNN the most believable source in the news industry. That same year, Ted Turner hired Tom Johnson to be president of CNN. Tom Johnson had spent the previous 13 years working with the LA Times. And I believe this was before the LA Times hired the ultimate doofus, Bill Plaschke, a man who is no longer known for his journalism. Bill Plaschke is better known as the grown man who cries when he hears the word chiefs. Under the leadership of Tom Johnson, CNN began to expand its reach internationally. CNN International launched in 1991. Several months later, CNN further established its reputation as a reliable news source by being on the ground during the start of the Gulf War. Bernard Shaw was live on the air at CNN as the first bombs were dropped in Iraq. CNN's coverage of the Gulf War, it gave the network their first ratings victory in prime time. Now you gotta remember, Back in 1991, cable television was still relatively new. It wasn't as widespread as it would become in the mid to late 90s. Broadcast networks like ABC, CBS, NBC, who were also covering the Gulf War, they were available on free TV. For the first time ever, CNN dominated the broadcast networks in the primetime ratings. 19% of the country was watching CNN's coverage of the Gulf War. Their coverage of the war also created something known as the CNN effect. This was the first major hit to the big three broadcast networks. Ted Turner and CNN, they were credited for changing how news was delivered and consumed. Ultimately, 
This ended up changing the country. This was kind of a foreshadowing event to a new media. Before Ted Turner, there were two news cycles, morning and evening. With CNN becoming widespread in the early 90s, there was now a 24-hour news cycle. For the first 15 years of their existence, CNN ran largely unopposed on cable. 1996, that all changed. Both Fox and NBC noticed the success of CNN. They decided to launch their own cable news networks. Fox News and MSNBC were born, giving CNN real competition on cable for the first time. That's okay. That's okay. Ted Turner, he was never afraid of a little competition. For most of the 1990s, CNN continued to reign supreme. But then, something happened that would change CNN forever. America Online, you've got mail. America Online and CNN parent company Time Warner, they decided to merge in what many people believe to be the worst merger in the history of corporate America. What ended up happening... Ted Turner, he lost majority control of his own company. Throughout the first two decades of their existence, CNN established their reputation as being the go-to source for hard news. During the early 2000s, CNN, they began shifting their focus away from hard news and started focusing on bombastic personalities. Remember those clips from the 80s of actual journalists like Bernard Shaw delivering the news in an unbiased manner? Yeah. Those days were over. CNN hired Anderson Cooper, Connie Chung, and Paula Zahn. The network lost focus on what made them successful. As a result, in the early 2000s, CNN was no longer the king of cable news, losing their top spot to Fox News. 2003. Ted Turner, he was interviewed on 60 Minutes. He wanted to restore the lost credibility at CNN. There was just one problem. Because their stock price was buried so deep in the pooper that not even a professional pooper scooper from the WNBA dump could dig it out, Ted Turner had lost between 7 and $8 billion as a result of the AOL Time Warner merger. Not only did he lose control of his company, he lost a lot of his fortune. Ted Turner, he was interested in buying CNN back from AOL Time Warner to restore credibility at the network, Ted Turner just didn't have the money to do it. The early to mid-2000s was when the slow decline began at CNN. Paula Zahn was a complete disaster. Every night in prime time, she was given a routine ass-kicking in the ratings by Bill O'Reilly. Paula Zahn now. Yeah. Yeah. Paula Zahn is now canceled. CNN tried Greta Van Susteren. She was a complete flop. Her show was canceled after one year. They also tried a young Tucker Carlson. As you can see by the look on his face, Tucker sucked. His show was canceled a few months later. Tucker was replaced by some doofus named Jeff Greenfield, who was also instantly canceled. During the early to mid-2000s, it was one huge embarrassing failure after another for CNN. By 2007, ratings were in the pooper. At this point, CNN was laying the foundation as a network that would be dedicated to shitfuckery. All of that unbiased reporting from the 80s and 90s, 
that was gone. According to a Harvard study in the year 2007, CNN was three times more likely to provide negative news coverage about Republicans. Of all stories presented about Republicans by CNN in 2007, only 14% were positive in nature. Fast forward to 2013, the year that represented the unofficial beginning to the end of CNN. 2013 was the year that the CNN Titanic hit the iceberg. Now, unlike the real Titanic, no one knew at the time that CNN was about to sink. And unlike the real Titanic, the sinking of CNN didn't take a couple of hours. It's taken a full decade. 2013 was the year that CNN hired Jeffrey Zucker to be president of the network. Now, of course, the hiring of Jeff Zucker, it was met with praise by passengers on the Titanic like Andy Cooper. Woohoo! Jeff is great! Andy was full of praise for Jeffrey, claiming that he was the first CNN president that actually watched the network. <laughs> yeah, uh, that should have been the first red flag. When Jeff Zucker was hired, his stated goal was to offer CNN viewers attitude and hot takes. Clearly, this new attitude emboldened employees like Jeffrey Tubin. Several years later, he showed off the CNN attitude by spanking the wanker during a Zoom meeting. Go ahead, eat your heart out, ladies. Don't you wish you were on that Zoom meeting to witness this Adonis in all of his glory? <laughs> Jeff Zucker, he wanted CNN to be more like ESPN. He wanted hot takes and debate shows, and he wanted most of them centered around one man, Donald Trump. Orange man bad! For a little while, CNN's obsession with the orange man worked. 2016-2017, most watched years in the history of the network. Wall-to-wall -wall coverage of the Trumper was bringing in millions of viewers. Primetime ratings were surging. For the first time in years... CNN was actually competing with MSNBC and Fox News. Their primetime lineup featuring Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo. Hey, it's me, Chrissy C. This primetime lineup led to the highest ratings that CNN had seen in years. By 2020, CNN was averaging 1.7 million viewers every night in primetime. But there were a couple of problems with Jeff Zucker's obsession with Donald Trump. Number one... Not only was CNN's coverage of Trump heavily biased, it was also complete garbage. Here's an example. Watch for yourself. Donald Trump couldn't find Ukraine on a map if you had the letter U and a picture of an actual physical crane <laughs> next to it. He knows that this is, you know, an, an administration defined by ignorance of the world. And so that's partly him playing to their base and playing to their audience. Uh, you know, the, the, the credulous boomer rube demo that backs Donald Trump. Um, that, that wants to think that, that, that Donald Trump's a smart one and they're, oh, y'all, y'all elitists are dumb. You, you elitists with your geography and your maps and your spelling, even though my math and your reading. Yeah, you're reading, you know, your geography, knowing other countries. I can't imagine that Ted Turner called that journalism. I can't imagine that Bernard Shaw calls that journalism. While this primetime lineup with Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo was successful in the short term, 
CNN had become a disgrace. The second problem with their Trump obsession, many people believe the mainstream media had a monumental impact on the outcome of the 2020 election. Many believe that the media played a critical role in turning independent voters against the orange man. Now, you would think that would be a victory for CNN. You would think they achieved their ultimate goal, but it wasn't. You see, the rating success at CNN from 2016 to 2020, maybe 2021, it was built on a gimmick. Outside of tarnishing Donald Trump, CNN had nothing to offer their viewers. Once Donald Trump handed the keys to the White House to John Biden, who proceeded to lock himself out of the White House because he lost the keys, ratings for CNN began to rapidly decline. Basically, CNN orchestrated their own demise. Without Donald Trump in the White House, the primetime stars at CNN, they didn't have an enemy to work off of. They were forced to rely on their talent to carry the network. Chris Cuomo ends up getting fired for a myriad of reasons, one of them being his outright refusal to cover the many scandals involving his brother, Andy Cuomo. Donnie and his lemons, they were moved from primetime to morning television, where he lied to the dozen or so people left watching him by calling it a promotion. Jeff Zucker notices the Titanic is sinking, so he jumps inside of a lifeboat to save his own media career. CNN, they hire Chris Licht as the new president of the network. He rides into the company on his white donkey, claiming to have all the answers, all these ideas to save the network. 18 or so months later, Chris the Bongo Licker is unemployed. Now, CNN is being run by its third president in two or three years. A network that used to be the most trusted name in news has now become the laughingstock of the cable news industry. Why? Because they abandoned the model that brought them to relevance. They tried to emulate MSNBC. They tried to emulate ESPN instead of staying focused on just being CNN. Question is... Will CNN be able to rise again? You tell me. Also, let me know if you enjoyed this format. I am not a documentary filmmaker, but I just wanted to try something a little bit different. Obviously, I can't touch on 40 years of history in 15 to 20 minutes, but I tried to touch on the pivotal moments that led to CNN's rise and fall. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. If so, I might look into doing a rise and fall series. I was thinking about doing one on the WNBA next, but if you have an idea, shoot me an email, btlkc84 at gmail.com. Going to be back to normal tomorrow. I will see you guys then.